0: Hi, this is Jack Dyer, and this is Caller Go Ahead, a show made up of voicemails left by listeners at 702-546-6329. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, so I'm here to tell you my dumb story, um, It's one of the dumbest things that I've ever done, and it was just that it was a series of things that I could have made a better decision about. Uh, I was at home. Uh, visiting my hometown, that is, uh, after I had already graduated college, like I'm a full adult living on my own somewhere else. And I go over to a friend's house and her younger sister is celebrating her 21st birthday. And so I get in on the festivities and even myself on my 21st birthday, I did not do a crazy thing. But uh, this specific time, I just decided to drink a whole ton of stuff. And I proceeded to get more drunk, I think, than the birthday girl. Went back to their place and like passed out on the floor. And that's where I thought the night had ended. Lo and behold, in the morning, I, uh, I get accused of peeing on an electronic keyboard that was in the other room. <laughs> and I don't know for sure if I did it. I denied it to the high heavens because of the following evidence. A, it didn't smell like pee, so it could have been water that was knocked over on it. B it was in a different room with a lock or a closed door and I ended up at the same position. So I would have had to get up, open the door, go in the other room, pee on the piano, open the door again, close it, and then lay back down where I was. So I say that I didn't do it, but I do have vague flashes of uh, perhaps music notes or something that might link me to the crime. but I swear I didn't do it, but if I did, that was the dumbest thing I ever did.
2: So I'm a single mom and I happen to be in love with a married man who says he loves me too, but you know can't help but be uh, a little wary of these things. but anyway, life can be pretty stagnant and hard and I still get up every day and I do it and I try to do the best I can and hopefully things will get better, right? Because you kind of have to at some point I guess. Also, I'm not a big fan of pants. I mean, right? Sometimes I think about the fact that I'm 21 now, which maybe a century or more ago, less than a century, I'm really over-exaggerating to flatter myself and make me like marginally less worried about my life choices. But I'm 21 now, which at some point would have been considered adult, and in some ways is, and still... I am significantly behind in terms of what could be considered priorities or any sort of important life choices um, other than perhaps where I'm getting my next meal and will I pay my rent this month in any timely fashion, so on and so forth. I can't even apply to graduate school in a timely manner or decide on it, and I don't know how people my own age are Apparently, having children and parenting in any sort of responsible fashion, because Lord knows there are a million ways to avoid having babies. And if you have managed to make it through nine months of pregnancy and not second thought it once, not second thought it, just like maybe this is a bad choice, but second thought it to the extent that mm, there's Planned Parenthood to prevent this from happening. I don't know. Maybe that makes me more responsible maybe that has nothing to do with me and just makes other people less in a way that I will never be able to understand. But I'm apparently an adult. And that has a lot of qualifications and components and complications that I can't quite articulate and I'm worried about and I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully understand. And in 20 years, I'll look at this like, Jesus what a fucking idiot but that's all right i guess this is just where i am now
3: so when i was 19 years old i'm 20 now 21 this uh january 22nd uh yes when i was 19 i was dating this girl and the first time i had sex in my life was with this girl and the first time i have sex and lose my virginity is. The first time I get a girl pregnant at the same time. (laughs) First time ever having sex, getting a girl pregnant, same time. (laughs) But yeah, she's, uh, I really loved her. She was my first girlfriend and I learned a lot from her. So take care.
1: I have the biggest crush on the Twin Peaks girl
2: the dumbest
4: thing I've ever done is still happening since I was 18 I've made a constant list of reasons, lectures, speeches and assorted things that would allow me to cut ties and essentially break up with my biological family although over the years I um I've weakened the bonds. I have yet to pull the
2: trigger and let them know that the relationship should end. I turn 28 next week.
4: Um, I guess hi. Um, I'm going to try and make this 3 minutes. Uh my former speech impediment might <laughs> prevent that. Um, there's someone that I really like and makes me feel great. And there's a problem for him, which he says is because he is very good friends with my ex-boyfriend. I find this a little weird because we broke up over a year ago and my ex-boyfriend has a new girlfriend and I'm beyond stoked for him. I don't think it's Really fair that, you know, my boyfriend who, or my ex boyfriend gets to affect my current state of happiness. And I feel like I should just move on and whatever, he's gonna be silly about it. Don't think twice. But, um, problem is, uh, I spent my whole life being told by, uh, like teachers and, you know, family members that I was not very smart and I wouldn't be a lot. And um, this guy, I don't know, it's really weird because he he looked at me and he told me, I love to read everything that you write. And he said, I think that you're brilliant. And that was the first time I ever heard anybody say that to me. And I've heard that, like, you're smart, but that you're intelligent butt and there's always a you know a butt after you're smart and he just really genuinely believed it and i believed it for the first time and it's hard to let it go because i can't i don't i don't want to lose that person who for the first time in my 23 years actually believed that i could be smart and i asked him if it's any other reason besides my ex-boyfriend that you don't want to date me, I will totally accept that. But he says that that's the only reason. And I've heard that before from someone, I like you, but I can't. And it's, I don't know, I I don't want to lose this. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't think it's fair. It's really unfair that if that's the reason that I can't be with the one person who said the one thing that I've always wanted to hear, which has never been I love you, it's never been you're beautiful, it's never mattered, it's always been I was never smart enough. I couldn't take a math class, I couldn't go to college, I didn't do well, I didn't do all the things everyone told me that I would never be able to do, and they were right.
3: Man, so it's actually a real thing, that's cool. Uh, Didn't expect it, but cool that's really cool man um well it is like eight degrees here it is fucking cold i'm bundled up outside smoking cigarettes um it's really cold really fucking cold i'm not used to this kind of stuff out here on the east coast but that's all good i guess um i guess i sound like everybody else doing this i don't really know what to say I guess I could rant about something that nobody would want to hear about or ask questions like, you know, is time to travel real? But I, I don't know. <laughs> At least there's not a cloud in the sky, though, except for there's not one way over there. But, um, uh, yeah. It's cold. That's, that's just my thing today.
0: All right. Bye. Hey, I just thought I'd tell you a story about a time uh, in college, uh, definitely under the age of 21, a friend had an uh, apartment uh, in Washington, D.C., and we lived in the suburbs. like she was a house-sitting. Uh, so we decided to go in there and uh, uh, get drunk on a weeknight with some ill-gotten booze. Uh, just sort of wander around and see what happened. Uh, so we were sort of wandering around the neighborhood and, uh, decided that it would be a good idea to go to one of the nicer hotels and try to get up on the roof and just see what we could see. Maybe they have a pool or something. Um, so we made a beeline, uh, for like this nice hotel with a big, uh, several stories. Um, and as we were walking up, she was sort of like, is this really a good idea? Like we've had a lot to drink. Um, they're probably going to notice and throw us out. And I was just like, hey, you're being ridiculous. Uh, just as we walk in the door, act like we belong there and they're never going to question us. They'll have no way of knowing that we're actually not staying there. As we walk in the door and stop dead in our tracks. Uh, the, the hotel is filled with African American men and African American women all in formal wear. Uh, tuxedos and ball gowns and we sort of look around. There's no way that we could have possibly stood out more and acted like we did not belong there. We look around and there's a sign that says, uh, like on one of those uh, easels says welcome noble. And I guess just out of curiosity, say we we mosey on over to there and look at what that means. Noble is the national organization of black law enforcement. And so we had unknowingly gotten drunk underage I uh, wandered into the uh, one place in town where hundreds and hundreds of cops were gathered uh, at that one uh, exact moment. And uh for whatever reason, we felt it was appropriate to continue on with our mission. We snuck through all these cops, uh, obviously not staying at that hotel, obviously not attending their convention, and uh, somehow made it to the roof without getting arrested. Uh, and that was the first thing I thought I'd tell you about when I saw your podcast link. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's Minnesota Joel calling in with your weather update. It is colder now than it was before. Well, we're up to negative two degrees below zero. That's your air temperature, and um, which is an improvement because this morning on the way into the office it was 12 degrees below zero air temperature. Canceled school. Little urchins were home today. People live here on a purpose, millions of us. And don't cry for me, Argentina. Peace out.
5: Hi there. Uh, I live in Japan, and I wondered if maybe I'd be the first person to call from Japan. I haven't finished listening to the first episode yet. But my story for you is that I for my whole life have absolutely hated having secrets and it's always been so pleasant and unstressful for me to be completely honest but for the first time in my life I kind of have a secret that I made on purpose and it's really fun and I actually am enjoying it which is that I have a cat and I rescued him Um, he was born in my garden and I also rescued his mom who got neutered later on And the reason he's a secret is because it's not necessarily officially allowed for me to have a cat because my job is also my landlord, but that's okay. And it's also been really fun because he's kind of been my little buddy and my little therapy animal that's helped me deal with a little bit of sadness that happened in my life in years past. And so I've learned that secrets can be fun, but I highly recommend Honesty to all of you out there. Now, hopefully he'll say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Sorry, he's radio shy. I was hoping I could end with a meowing cat. Oh, and finally, I uh, have been thinking about listening to Twin Peaks for a very long time, and I've been assured by many people I would love it so much. So maybe uh, I will follow suit with the nice lady who said she was enjoying watching Twin Peaks, and I will try watching that soon. In life,
4: So first of all, I want to uh, actually complain. I live in southern Ontario, and uh, tonight we have had the first snowstorm that we've really had so far this year, and uh, I'm sick and tired of this cold weather. We didn't have snow for Christmas, and uh, that kind of sucked, so after Christmas, was over, like after Christmas is over and after New Year's is over, really you have no use for snow. Um it at this point it just needs to melt and it needs to go away and it needs to be sunny and beach weather so I can go and play volleyball and tan and relax and not freeze every single time I have to drive to work and not freeze every single time I have to take my dog to the bathroom in the middle of the night and not freeze just in general, because it sucks. So, for everyone down south in the States who has warm weather, be happy because up here it sucks. You can't see a foot in front of your car when you're driving home at night because it's blowing so much. And, uh, yeah, you're very much really lucky. Please send some of your, your warm weather up this way. Much appreciated from Southern Ontario, Canada.
1: Hello. My name is Joe, and I'm here with two of my good friends, Dante and Alyssa. We're about to go on a cabin trip this weekend. What up? Hey. I just wanted to call in and say that we're all really excited. We're going to get really drunk and walk around the woods and, like, visit a cemetery. So we'll be checking in again throughout the weekend, hopefully give you a call back. I'm just happy to be spending a nice weekend with my friends. It's going to be really good, and uh, everybody should take time to, to go out in the woods and do things like this. So talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.
4: I really miss having blue hair. It was really pretty, but it was such a pain in the ass. You have to keep, like, re it every two weeks or so, or it just fades and looks horrible. And trashy. And I'm just too goddamn lazy to keep dyeing my hair every couple of weeks. <sighs> oh, also the dumbest thing I've ever done was fall in love with my straight best friend in high school. And it is the dumbest thing I've ever done because, well, straight, and also it's not even interesting. It, it has literally happened to every queer girl since the history of people falling in love with each other. It's just, it's just so irritating because is this not even interesting?
5: Hope you have a good show and hope that uh, everything works out for you and that you get to just do this forever. I hope it makes you happy. And yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I had a few drinks tonight, so I had
0: sparkling margarita and a Miller light and some pizza from Pizza Hut. Had ham and pineapple on the hand-tossed crust because they were out of uh, they're out of pan pizza.
4: So um, this is a pretty uncharacteristic thing to do. I I don't even post anything on Facebook, but I don't know. For some reason, this seems like a reasonable thing to do after listening to your first episode. That's kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just. A, had this really weird period in my life and I can't talk to anyone about it. Um basically I I was really, really poor for a long time and I was all alone. Um I didn't have any family to help me and I didn't have a safety net of any kind. I dropped out of school and I worked crazy hours and whenever anything happened, like my car needed a repair, my entire world fell apart because that meant I felt like I couldn't eat, you know, because I, I didn't have enough money. Um, cause I, I squirreled away every all the money I made just so I could go back and finish my degree because I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that the only way to not be a failure was to get that degree so I could get a quote-unquote real job because waitressing is hard and I didn't want to be 40 and doing it. Um, so I did and I got my degree and all that, but I met my boyfriend and, you know, he is really like he's pretty wealthy like he has a pretty good gig for himself he's you know he's got a good job and career path and he's, he's doing well <laughs> and so we you know moved together to a different part of the country and um uh, we started a life and you know we're not married or anything but we act like we are and he pays the rent and pays for everything and I'm not getting my master's and you know if we were married it would be a, it would sound normal but we're not and so it just sounds like I'm this gold digger horrible person and it's so lonely because none of my friends can relate to me they hate hearing about my life like either they say it overtly or they imply it cuz they're they're jealous of how wonderful it sounds to not have to work anymore and to just kind of choose to go to school cuz i want to and to have all this free time but i don't have anything to do like what's the point of what's the purpose of your life if you're not contributing anything Like, I feel like it's extra pressure on me because now my life is easy. I have to really do something important and save the world and do something. But it's really hard to get out of bed sometimes. And it's just really sad because even my best friends don't really, I don't know how to talk to them. So I just, you know, talk to them about their lives or I don't talk to them at all. And I don't know how to meet new people and no one's in my life position. And honestly, I don't even know if I want to be comfortable with it because, like, what kind of horrible person is okay with someone paying all their bills and stuff? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that person sounds like an awful, awful person, and I wouldn't want to be friends with that person. So how could I become it? But if I'm... I'm scared my boyfriend when he proposes. I'm not going to say yes. I'm scared he's going to be a good husband but I don't think he knows how to use a budget, which is scary because I have a lot of debt. I don't know how he's going to help me pay it off. Hi, I just wanted to call because my son posted this, and he's affiliated with uh, the convention in Las Vegas today. And I thought, podcast, I don't even know what it is. I've never even listened to one. I've never seen one. I thought, wow, let's just take a gander and call this number and so here i am leaving this crazy message because my son thinks it's cool so it's an awesome concept he says so here it is i love it bye
6: so you know that feeling of when, like, you haven't seen a really close friend, like, like they're so close to you, and, and you haven't seen them in a really long time because either they moved away or you moved away or you know, life happened, you went to college, whatever. Uh, but then you, you reconnect via the Internet. you got, like, Facebook or something, and you go, oh, my gosh, there, there's that person. And you start talking online, and you talk about, oh, we really need to get together. And so you you get together together. And you're really looking forward to it that the other person brings their significant other, you know, their boyfriend or girlfriend. And they're they're hot. They're a super hot person and everything. And they're trying to fit in with you. You know, the two of you have all of your old inside jokes and everything. And you're having a really good time. But, your, your old friend is just like really restrained and is acting like kind of different and stuff because, well, you know, their significant other is around and they don't want to make their, their sweetheart feel uncomfortable. So everything's really awkward and you keep looking for a way to get out of the whole thing. Like maybe, oh, should, should I fake being sick or, or something? But, but then the significant other goes out. Like, you know, maybe, oh, well, we're out of beer. Hey, I'll go out. You two should get reacquainted or something. And and so the significant other is gone, and then all of a sudden it's like the two of you are together again. And it's like there was no time passed at all. And you're just back into that comfort zone again of the two of you, and it's just great. And so you decide to just go with it, and you you bust out an old video game or something. You start playing it, and it's just so wonderful. But then the significant other comes back. You know, they go, hey, I've got more drinks and everything, and then it's back to being kind of awkward again. But you decide to just kind of roll with it because you miss your old friend so much, and you're you're willing to put up with the awkwardness of the situation just so you can feel some sort of connection. And those, you just miss those good feelings so much, and you've had so many brief glimpses of it during the visit, and it's been so nice, and, and you now she's She's pretty, so what's the problem with it? And I think that that's what Michael Bay does to beloved 80s cartoons in his movies.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes. We also post episodes to YouTube, individual messages to Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All of those are at Caller Go Ahead. And you can find all of our work at com. The show is made possible by the games we make. Party games, Superfight, and Red Flags, the miniatures game Gatefall. You can find out about all of those at jackdire.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.